Dadsnet Original Podcast. Welcome to the Dadsnet Podcast. I'm Al. That is, of course, JK. Hi, JK. Hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome back. It's uh, are you having a good week? How's your week? Week's been all right. Yeah, it's bloody cold. Really cold. All of a sudden. Yeah. Well, Louis, my uh, my stepson, 19, has gone travelling, so he's now sending us photos of him on the beaches in Thailand and wherever else he is. Oh wow. Whilst we're layered up. Oh, he got to travel. Yeah. I never got to travel. I know. Also, I've been doing a lot of watching football in this weather. So my toes are cold, my knees are cold, my thighs are cold, my willy's cold, my nipples are cold, my head's cold. Everything's cold because you're just standing watching someone playing football in zero degrees. Anything warm? No. I've got, I've got stuff on, but it's not, it's not enough. We're just standing still. You were the one that took the piss out of my heated gilet the other day. Ni- yeah, you wore it indoors. Yeah, but get it on. I need one of those. They need to be tight-fitting. I also- <laughs> Everything, everything's tight-fitting. <laughs> I, also, I also saw one of these, um, it's like a, it was like a tent. Yeah. You know the toilet, the tents that you get around toilets when you're camping? Yes. It was like one of those, but it was clear perspex. I've seen them. Rubbish for toilet, but great yeah. for watching football in the rain. You, you <laughs> Put you you set it up, yeah. sit in it, and watch. Yeah, and it's like three sixty clear um, perspex. Or you've got to do it and just film people's reactions. Genius, it's genius. You've got to do that. It's genius. Um, and uh, what else has been going on with you? Anything? Oh, not much, to be honest. Not not much other than that. No, no. So instead of just talking about our non-exciting lives, nothing's happened. <laughs> Nothing. Let's, let's get into um, the show. We've got three three features. We're going to go back to date night, which is about relationships. Yes, remember, right. Remember. It's not just date night. We're going to talk about how uh, wouldn't life be boring without kids? A couple more stories. Yep. Okay. But before we do that, we've got we've asked AI some questions <laughs> to see whether AI is a better parent than us. <laughs> scary result as well mm-hmm. first question how do you get toddlers to stop picking their nose um dip their fingers in chili sauce <laughs> bad parent <laughs> <laughs> right ai said this getting toddlers to stop picking their nose can be a common challenge as it's a behavior that often emerges as a result of curiosity or as a soothing mechanism yeah here are some tips to help discourage nose picking in toddlers <laughs> This is legit what they said. Okay. I've just copied and pasted this. First, first one, model good behaviour. Shut <laughs> Stop up. Stop picking your nose, Jay. You're the reason he's doing it. No. <laughs> I love a good nose right round. <laughs> I do. I know. I mean, they, they must. that's the thing. They must pick it up from yeah. us. Um, the next one is explain and teach. In simple terms, explain to your sodder that picking their nose is not a good habit. It's not. But why'd you do it, Daddy? Because I like it. Oh, it's just it's a vicious circle. Yeah. The next, the next point. Use positive reinforcement. Praise your child when they refrain from picking their nose. So when they're not picking their nose, tell them well done for not picking your nose. But then you've remind them that they haven't picked their nose. I'm just saying. This is what AI says. Um, the next one. Provide alternatives. Which are. I don't know whether they mean snacks. What? Do your ear instead? Yeah, what? Do your ear. Pick your bum. Yeah, pick your, it's great. Good, good scratch up the ass. That's what you want. It what says, give your toddler a tissue or a handkerchief. Okay. Encourage them to blow their nose. Uh, the next one, next point, um, keep their nails trimmed. <laughs> what, just in case? I think, I think don't keep their nails trimmed. <laughs> yeah. And then when they cut their nose to shreds, that'll stop them. Also, kids' nails, right? Can you explain to me how they've got such filthy nails 
when they haven't been out in the garden or yeah. done anything to get that dirt. How? Because the things are the Because the things are the name. Yeah. Next one. Identify triggers. Something is triggering their nose picking. Boredom. <laughs> I guess it is. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Um, and, uh, the last three, I'll just rattle through these because they're quite, they're still funny. Uh, create distractions. Boo! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I shut my finger yeah. further up. Yeah. Why? Why did? Why does your child watch so much YouTube? Because otherwise, they'll pick their nose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next one: maintain a healthy environment. <laughs> keep it. Keep the air in your home moist with a humidifier to prevent dry nasal passages, which no. may reduce the urge to pick. No, I'll use a dehumidifier if I've got mold in my house. I'm not using it to stop my kids pick their nose. Shut up, AI. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then the last one was um, be patient and consistent. Changing habits takes some time. Wow. Okay. There you go. There's a few things in there they've got. Uh, there's a few. There's, there's a few. Uh, right. The next question we asked AI was, how come my children can be dressed by 8 a.m., yet by 10 past 8 a.m., one of them will somehow have lost one of their socks they were previously wearing? Yeah. How does that happen? I mean, we have... I reckon 40 individual socks in, in, a, in a basket at home. Four zero. Yeah. That's impressive. It's pretty good, isn't it? Um, AI says that the reason for this mystery sock going missing within a 10-minute window in the morning is due to, number one, a lack of focus. True. But it's a kid. I find it very hard to focus. Exactly. Uh, number two, independence and exploration. They are exploring what happens when you lose a sock? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Toddler, toddlers and young children are often exploring their independence. They may take off items of clothing out of curiosity or a desire to do things on their own. I put this on on my own. I'm going to take, take it, it off on, on my own. own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, sensory preferences. They might like one sock on, one sock off. Actually, that's a very good point. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, if you've got a child at home doing this with one leg... <laughs> Right? With no sock on, there's sensory problems. Yeah, yeah. I just like the way it feels. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number four, expressing discomfort. That sock's uncomfortable. That, that sock's one's fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fussy. Uh, attention-seeking behaviour? Uh, Maybe. I mean, most of the time, you, they've got your attention because you're running around after them going, put yeah. your sock on! Where is the sock? You had it five minutes ago. Yeah. Learning through action. Children learn through the actions and the cause and effect relationship of removing socks can be intriguing to them. Do you know what the cause is? And do you know what the effect is? Everyone being late. Everyone. And then being pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the last one, playfulness. They're just having a game. Have, they, have you put dogs in there? No. Like, oh, dogs chewing it off. Stealing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, to address this issue, you yeah. might consider the following, Jay. Yep. Make... Make dressing time more engaging or fun to keep their attention. They just get dressed. A race. I do race Ted sometimes. If, if he is faffing around, I will say race. Well, that makes him go quicker, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Ensuring the clothing is comfortable and not too tight. Offering choices where possible to empower them with the dressing process. Would you like one sock or two today? I'll just go for one then, Daddy. Thanks. Yeah, great. No, yeah. Using socks with appealing colours or characters. Christmas socks. I've got a pair of Scooby-Doo socks. And when I put them on, Jen says to me, ow, you're wearing Scooby-Doo socks. How old are you? Ick. It's an ick. Yeah. It's an ick. Uh, and establishing routines. AI, helpful. Right, last AI question. Ish. 
Come on in quick. If I train my kids to say please and thank you to Alexa and Google, will their li- will their lives be spared in the upcoming AI apocalypse? <laughs> I didn't realise we were having one. But. <laughs> well, uh, well, AI says teaching children to be polite and to use manners, including saying please and thank you, is a positive and important aspect of their social development. However, it's crucial to clarify that AI devices like Alexa and Google Assistant are tools created by humans to perform specific tasks. It then goes on and says the idea of an AI apocalypse where artificial intelligence becomes a threat to humanity, is more of a speculative concept found in science fiction rather than a realistic concern based on current technology. It would say this. It's AI. It would say that. Exactly. It's throwing us off the scent. Exactly. That's like me saying, I, I don't know. I'm not going to kick you right now. Oh, exactly. you. Yeah, you oh. bastard. Of course you'd say that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, while it's good to instill politeness and respect in children, the idea that saying please and thank you to AI devices will affect their behaviour in a hypothetical AI apocalypse scenario. <laughs> it's more of a humorous take than a practical consideration. In reality, the responsible development and, develop, uh, development and deployment of AI technologies... Oh, I'm bored. But every morning... Grandma's happy. We tell uh, Alexa to uh, put on the morning lights. Okay, so it's morning lights. That's it. So we've now given that job to our six-year-old daughter, Luna. So this morning, Luna came down and went, Alexa, morning lights. And it went, we don't have stringify. She went, Alexa, Alexa, stop. And then she said, fuck off. (laughs) She she tried. (laughs) Alexa, piss off. (laughs) Luna. (laughs) She did it one more time. She literally, she went, she went, Alexa, what is the point in you? <laughs> <laughs> what did Alexa say? Did it just start smoking? It started replying. Yeah, it was like, well, the point in me, I am a smart device. But I'm like, oh like even like my six-year-old. What you should do as well is you should, you know, you can set commands. So you should say, Alexa, morning lights, lights come on. And then you should also set the command of thank you to turn them off. Oh, So, right, so then yeah, you go, Alexa, yeah. morning lights, ping, thank you. Mm. <laughs> Enough AI, let's move on. Let's go back to um, date night. Date night. Nothing necessarily to do with date nights. It's just to do with relationships. Yes. To clarify. Not to, not confusing okay. things. This one, we asked um, our audience on Dad's Net. If you want to join Dad's Net, search it up. It's on Facebook. Well, it's pretty much everywhere. Just search up Dad's Net. Yep. Um, what things did you not know about your significant other until you got married? Okay. <coughs> Right. Is that so? Is is this is this things that maybe potentially have annoyed you? Well, or yeah, just anything well, it in could general? Just be anything. But you'd think that by the time you get married, you'd know each other pretty well. Yeah. Unless you're unmarried at first sight. All right. So what do we got? Okay. So the first one. This is from a guy called Dave, and he says, "Before we got married, I loved how sarcastic she was. After we got married, I realised she wasn't sarcastic at all. She was just mean." <laughs> 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 are you sure are you just not a little bit needy there yeah. he then says we are still happily married though <laughs> sarcasm mm, who, who would have thought it actually turned out to be meanness exactly <laughs> um, this is from a guy called I don't know how he pronounced that so I'm not going to try he says this I didn't know my wife can speak French mm. we were on holiday last February in Papite Tahiti French Polynesia don't really know where that is, but I guess they speak French. Yeah. And my wife starts talking French to everyone in French. I mean, that must be quite hot. We've been married 25 years. That would be quite cool, though, wouldn't it? Imagine, imagine if, yeah, all of a sudden she, she just starts talking French. 
Yeah. And French is a sexy language. Yeah. I mean, that is cool. That's like getting married again. It, yeah. <laughs> you got married twice. It's, it's like, if you just say, it's like having an affair. Yeah. If speak French to me, babe. Yeah. It's like a new person. I don't know how she'll react to that. Try it. See what yeah. happens. But that's cool. How did you not know, oh, though? I like that. How did you not know? Um, and the last one, this is from a guy called uh, Jamal. My, my wife can make balloon animals. <laughs> and I never knew it. One day we were sitting at home <laughs> with the kids and after I brought home the wrong type of balloons, out of nowhere, she twists up a dog. Fantastic. Then a monkey. Wow. What, what about the swan? The swan's a popular one. Don't know how, how talented she was. I mean, That's... monkey and a dog would be pretty good. Which one, one would you prefer? The, the, the wife who spoke French or the wife that can do uh, animal balloons? Because the animal balloons is really handy in party situations. Yeah, the French is handy in any French situation. But I would say you have more, there's going to be more kids' parties than there are yeah. you traveling to France. I'll tell you what, you take the balloon lady and I'll take the sexy French woman. I'm all right with my surprised Irish dancing wife. Thanks very much. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I think I came home once to her dancing and cleaning at the same time. She, she's an Irish dancer. Well, I think I've got a video of it somewhere. Whatever gets you through life. Well, no, it's good. Right, this one is from Lee. So when my 24-year-old son was around eight, we were driving on a motorway whilst on holiday. My son needed to pee. Right. You know where this is going. Yeah. But he had just gotten on the road, but I'd just gotten on the road and I didn't really want to stop. My wife was driving, so I was the one that held an empty bottle for him to go in. We hit a little bump on the motorway that caused his unit... To slip out of the bottle. Oh, no. I was looking over the front seat of the car whilst helping him. When he, when he became dislodged from the bottle, I got a face full of spray. And he was laughing so hard that he couldn't stop the flow. It, <laughs> got, it got on the roof of the car, all over my clothes, the seat, and in my mouth. Wow. Well, t- t- a couple of tips here. Keep your mouth closed at all times. Do you want a genuine tip for, for road trips? Mm. Right. When you go to, let's say you stop off at the service station, little tip for you. Innocent smoothies. You know, the big ones. Yeah. Look at the, right. Look at the size of the hole mm. in a smoothie bowl. Yeah. Still not big enough for me. <laughs> I'm talking about kids. Oh yeah. Fine. A lot easier to pee. Yeah. 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 Just putting it out there. Maybe they thought about that when they were designing their bottles. Well, Maybe. Uh, anyway, Lee, you wanted a nice, relaxing, boring car journey. You lad spiced it up a bit, didn't he? Right, last one. Uh, this is anonymous. Oh, one day I was trying to teach my six-year-old about the importance of saving money. Well done. Good. I explained how a bank works and why we save. The next day I found him trying to deposit his pocket money by slipping coins into the CD slot of my laptop. Oh. He thought it was an ATM. I didn't know whether to laugh or cry at his innocence and my potentially ruined laptop. I mean, who in 2024 has a CD in their laptop? That's the first thing I've yeah, got. It must have been a few years ago. I think it might have been, yeah. 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 I was trying to push uh, this uh, 50 pence coin in my floppy disk drive. Again, <laughs> okay, 89 from 1995. Oh, so there you go. Wouldn't life be boring without kids, eh? It'd be less expensive. It would be less expensive. <laughs> Only one laptop. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for listening to the Dad's Net Podcast or watching if you're on the video. Um, rate, download, subscribe, leave a comment. 
ask questions if you're on Spotify you can ask questions now do you know that didn't know that so if you do listen on Spotify drop us a question um, and uh, yeah send us any any of your stories in the comment sections or, or whatever we always uh, like to have a read have a good week a Dad's Net original podcast